Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and in this week's episode, we have a special guest on, well, two very special guests. We have Ben and Socrates from King of the Hat. Uh, we met Ben and Socrates at PAX East. Well, we met Ben. Socrates wasn't there. We met Ben at PAX East, had a great time. We uh, found him in a couple of different spots, Kickstarter room, on the show floor, and then ran into him again at one of the after parties uh, during PAX East. But we fell in love with their game. It was not something we were looking forward to. It wasn't even something on our radar. And as soon as we played it, we knew it was something special. So we had to have these guys come on and talk about uh, their lovely, delightful little indie game. So we'll talk about that and really a bunch of other stuff. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite episodes. I think it's one of the funniest episodes we've ever recorded. And it didn't intend to be that way from the get-go. It just kind of organically... Uh, grew into into what it did but i i enjoyed it and i'm happy that we got to have ben and socrates on i'm sure i'm very sure we will have them on again at some point after or up to when king of the hat finally launches um a couple of housekeeping things and we'll get right into the episode this week's episode is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty treats. And when you do head down to Goodnight Fatty, let them know that Pass the Controller sent you. And as always, you can find us on the internet at PassTheController.io, on Twitter and Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. And this upcoming June 20th, which is the third Wednesday of this month, you can come join us for our final Jackbox party night at BitBar in Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, you want more info on that, you can go to our Facebook page or their Facebook page, uh, and you can get all the event details, RSVP, all that fun stuff. Or reach out to us on social media if you have any questions or concerns. And before we get into this episode, enjoy this little jam from our friends the super soul brothers and enjoy this week's episode episode 90 with ben and socrates from king of the hat special guest tonight. Oh wow, it's like I've heard this for the second time today. <laughs> Straight from the land of Canada, Mike. Mm-hmm. A, f- a land that we're familiar with. Uh, barely. What do you mean barely? Alright, Brennan, tell me what the the several provinces of uh, Canada are. Listen, I'm not taking geography class right now. Okay, you said that you're familiar with it, so I figured that you would... I'm familiar with a lot of things, doesn't mean I know how to name... So what you're saying is you know nothing about nothing. Uh, pro- yeah, that's accurate. Okay. But anyways, moving on to our guests that we have here. We have uh, Ben and Socrates from King of the Hat. Hello. How are you guys? We're um, sharing a pair of headphones right now. Really close. Super romantic. We're going to turn our video back on just so you can see us. <laughs> Ready? This is how I'm excited. This is actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to this right now. You can describe it to your listeners. Okay, wait, it should come on. Oh, is it going on? Oh, here we go. Okay, I found the right screen. No, even the camera refuses here to Here we go. Us. 
there we go. Oh my god. It's a lot of build-ups this moment. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, apparently it doesn't... Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. It doesn't... It, I saw the green light, but it's... Are you seeing us? Oh, okay. It's, it doesn't actually doesn't just doesn't want to turn on. No. Nope. It just wasn't well, meant to be. That's fine. You know what? I'm just... I'll describe it, because uh, we've got to have something after that build-up. So basically, <laughs> we have a pair of um, over-ear headphones. Okay. So they're not like, you know, like... The they're not big, earbuds. The big, yeah, they're not earbuds. The big DJ type. Yeah. And, uh, and we each have one ear of the headphones pressed up to our ear like we're listening to an old telephone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is pretty... This is pretty amazing, actually. That's actually the kind of dedication that we should see a lot more from, like, the people who are regularly on the show. I mean, conjoined at the headphones. Yeah. yeah. They say too close for comfort. This is just close enough for comfort. I like it. Mike, I feel like I'm kind of inspired. Should we just share headphones now, too? You can just take <laughs> these headphones and I'll go home. That's fine. But Wow. <laughs> that, that... See you later, Mike. <laughs> yeah, get used to it. That's, that's Mike's little, uh, that's Mike's character, basically. He hates oh, everyone. Okay, okay. No, he really just hates me. Oh, I totally understand that. So uh, you guys are currently working on a, a lovely game that we discovered at PAX East, which we couldn't stop coming back to the Kickstarter room to play, uh, King of the Hat. Yeah, that's, that's right. We're, we're doing this. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. responsible. We're, yeah, we're the responsibles. Um, but uh, shout out to, to member number three who's not right here, Chris Day is also responsible. We're only three on the team. Yeah, he would have been here, but we don't have a three-pronged headphone, unfortunately. Oh, We're going to have to make one of those. The, <laughs> yeah. the next time you guys come on, we'll, we'll, we'll ship you guys a, a three-pronged headphone. Oh, that would be like a dream come true. <laughs> uh, well, Chris, if I remember correctly, was uh, multiple times waving around a, a crisp $100 or 100 Canadian challenging anyone to beat him at PAX. Yeah, that's right. You remember correctly. That was he. So far, nobody's beaten him. Has and nobody ever really beaten him? Nope. And if you're listening to this, we're hooking up King of the Hat to Parsec soon before it has its own online. And if you beat him online, we'll wire you the 100 Canadian dollars, which, yeah. which is like, I don't know, like $7 American. But <laughs> it's, it's more for the, the, the pride. I don't need to play cash show anymore. I can just do this. <laughs> you're going to have to practice up, Mike. Um, so before we started recording, we, we briefly brought up fast food and it sounded like Socrates had some things out, out the gate that he was ready to talk about. So, I mean, we can jump right into, to fast food if that's, if that's where this is headed. Oh yeah. I'm quite a big fan of fast food. Yeah. Pass the fries. Yeah. Let's go. See, I'm all about the fries too. Mike's not a fry guy. I don't understand this. I don't. He's a shy guy of the fry guy. They get it. What's there to get, Mike? Fries are delicious. I didn't say fries aren't delicious. I mean, fries are fine. I'm just, I don't have to eat them. No, you have to eat them. You have to eat them, see? Yeah, you're outnumbered. Maybe that's how they do things in Canada, but down here, <laughs> land of the free, if you don't want to have your fries, you don't eat your fries. See, it, routine. And normally I wouldn't care if Mike was like this anti-fry guy, if he ordered fries and then they were just there for me to eat, but he doesn't even order the fries. Well, I mean, why order them if you're not going to eat them? Yeah. Because that's what I'm there for. That's what <laughs> we're, we're we're a team, Mike. This is an awful, awful team. So, do you, do you like sweet potato fries? I love sweet potato fries more than regular fries. It's tough. If it's a good sweet potato fry, then I might say yes that it's pre- predominantly better than a a, a, a a you know regular russet potato. 
that's classic. Sorry, I cut you off. You're about to jump into something. Uh, I mean, I can talk about fries for an hour. That's totally fine. Well, one question I have for you guys, especially Mike, is yeah. have you guys had poutine? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't have poutine. I remember oh, like my God. I remember like having the option over at uh, they had. They had poutine at uh, Ugly Mug, right? Yeah, some places. Some places. I, I, I mean, the only place I remember like seeing it on the menu. I'm like, poutine, huh? Not for me. But poutine's a, like a Canadian dish, right? It's Quebecois, where we're from yeah. in Montreal. It's from Quebec. It's super Quebec. And it's like, like, it's like a crazy junk food soup. It's gravy, cheese, and French fries. Not just any cheese. Cheese curds. It's like cheese from the bottom of the barrel. And... Uh, <laughs> And it, you, you really have to have it here. Um, yeah. Let's let's just repeat the ingredients just a second. It's fries, like thick gravy, and cheese curds. And uh, it's an experience. Yeah. It's we have a restaurant here in Montreal called uh, La Banquise, and it's all like crazy uh, messed up poutines, like with bacon, pepperoni, meat, um, different types of sauces and shit. It's fucking amazing. Original Game Boys, like old comic books. Well, now I'm on board. If I can eat these things. <laughs> well, now I don't want to eat it. I want to collect it. No, no, you have to eat it. That's the experience. Like, uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've eaten some like fucked up things in my day. It's I true. I, I do enjoy one? some good junk food. I watched hey, me things that weren't food. Hear it. Should. What'd you say, Mike? You watched me eat things that weren't food? That were not food. That, that's definitely oh happened. God. <laughs> that's 100% been a thing that has happened uh, so if if I if you were like gonna pick your if you had a pick of any fast food establishment to, to venture to what would it be like right now or in the world or like are we going all time here uh, whew. I guess right, Mike. It's. I mean, it has to. It has to be currently. It has to be a thing that still exists. Whatever your heart okay. desires. Okay, so basically, you're a fast food restaurant of choice. Yeah. Yes. I want to try Popeyes so badly. Like we were at, uh, we were in Boston at one point, and there was the perfect opportunity to eat Popeyes, but it was right across the highway, and I couldn't cross the street. Oh. And since then, I've just been wanting to go to Popeyes so badly. Which do you have? Is that? What, was What's it that? when you guys were at PAX? Uh, no, it was actually when we were coming to Boston Fig. Oh, okay. Was that last year? Yeah. Um, I want to say, I don't know which one it would have been. Uh, is there? I mean, are, do you, are there KFCs in Canada? Yeah, I've never been to Canada, so I don't. I'm 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 also an idiot, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I definitely don't know the the fast food landscape of Canada. Uh, um, we have pretty much a lot of the similar things, but we're missing some. Like, we don't have Jimmy John's. I saw Jimmy John's, and I was like, oh, Jimmy John's. I heard of that on TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spoiler, I've also never had Jimmy yeah, John's. The, Jimmy John's oh, exists oh. in Boston, but ne- neither of us have, have had That's them. That's a podcast foul. There was a bunch of them right next to PAX. Yes, there there are. There's like several around the vicinity of PAX. The, the smells are free, is what I've been told from the sign on the window. <laughs> Um, Imagine they, well, what would they charge for the smells? <laughs> I mean, it's you come to Boston, they'll charge you for whatever they can get. Oh, crazy! Um, so, so Popeyes would, would make a list for something that you never had. But if if you're if we're talking about fast food that you have eaten, like what's your go-to, like number one, ride or die? Yeah, it's, it's got to be Boostan for me. You know, that's a good pick. 
Moustan. I don't think you've had it because it's a Montreal thing, but it's just like, it's just really bomb Lebanese shawarma and falafel and chicken. And they're open 24 hours a day. It's so good. And you get that, you get that pita fully loaded with whatever you want. Garlic potatoes on the side with garlic sauce, like leaves your breath stinky for probably a whole week after. And, uh, (laughs) And that is just like, for me, that's, that is peak grease. And that's fa- it's that's fast food, like it's a fast oh, food yeah. place. I would, yeah, I would say yeah. yeah All yeah, right, no, that's food. fine. That's fair. I, we don't have it's, to. It's not it's not like like heavily franchised fast food, but they have like four locations, and uh, and yeah. But if you want me to give a franchise pick, uh, oh man, like <laughs> I don't know. I guess like. La Belle Province, another local pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like none of the places you've heard of. <laughs> He's throwing these Canadian curveballs at Brendan. He wasn't prepared for I that. I wasn't. You're going to have to describe this place now, too. I, I just need to fantasize. I need something to think about while I'm laying in bed later. Okay, do you guys uh, have hot dogs down there? Hot dogs? Like, yeah. like the food hot dog, or is there a place yeah, yeah. called hot, hot dogs? Hot dog? H-O-T-D-O-G? <laughs> the fuck yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have hot dogs. Okay, so like... Um, uh, we have the thing in Montreal called steamies. I'm not sure if it's the same down there, but like a steamy is just like a steamed bun with a steamed hot dog. And they put like sauerkraut and mustard on it. So we have a couple of these places here where the, the kind of place is centered around having hot dogs. And Belle Provence is like one of those. And it's like very, very Quebec. It's like a place that I think only exists in Quebec. Does it exist anywhere else? I think it's just Quebec. And there's like a very particular style of each food. There's like the steamy hot dog, which is like that. There's the home fries which are like french fries but they're cut like very square and like pretty thick yeah they come in this like fr- like this bag of frozen pre-cut potatoes and uh it's just like super super good you know you gotta you gotta have ketchup on everything there so of course mean. yeah Ke- that's a, that's necessary so you guys ketchup in ketchup with fries you're not like the ketchup mayo mixture thing right oh i'm all about the mayo actually i find ketchup like I, I kind of got over it too much, you know? I'm all about the Tabasco ketchup, that blend. All right, Ben. So you and I are, are seem to be cut from the same cloth. Uh, the wizard over there, I'm not sure what the mayo is, <laughs> what, what's that, what that's all about. But uh, that's how he gets his first. powers. <laughs> so you're yeah, saying... based wizard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Instead of a mana meter, you have a, a mayo meter? <laughs> Yeah. I love. <laughs> I spent all my. I spent all my skill points in mayonnaise. <laughs> Forgot to level up fire and ice. <laughs> I would. I would like to see that skill tree. I, I really want to see how that gets broken down. <laughs> it's just all mayo. It's like, just different quantities. Like, ma- ma- like first spell is like magic mayonnaise. It's like a magic missile, but it's just mayo. <laughs> it's like <laughs> rain of mayo. You know. The, the highest level is where you learn how to make your own custom mayo. Whoa! You know, from scratch. What about portal to another mayonnaise? <laughs> portal to another mayonnaise. This is actually a great game idea. I'm gonna start. Yeah, we start taking notes. notes, Mike. We gotta start our first game. Yeah, I mean the mayonnaise game could be could be really good in Canada. <laughs> is mayo big in Canada? Uh, I don't actually know. Is mayo big in Canada? I think mayo is just big internationally. Yeah, I, mean, I think it is. It's yeah. popped off, you know. There's a couple of like I think right now the condiment game is like not easy to get into. You know, there's already like. One condiment per color. You know, you got like red for ketchup, <laughs> right, right. yellow for, for mustard, uh-huh. green for relish. Mm-hmm. There's no blue yet. Oh, but 
But wasn't there, it, um, when we went to the States, wasn't one of the condiments stored in a blue tub? There was, ranch. It was ranch. Ranch yeah. is blue, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean... I think if you have to differentiate it within an establishment, they would give it the color blue, just so you're like not going over there picking it up by accident. They don't put dye in ranch, Mike. Ranch is white. Dye. Yeah, but ranch is white when you pour I mean, it into like, a container. Like if you had to like if they're like nozzles, you'd be like, okay, yeah, red you, nozzle yeah, for because, ketchup. Yeah, if there was nozzles, yeah, like yeah. blue is like cool ranch. Yeah, that's yeah. my point. I didn't like, say they you were going to get into the condiment game right now. The only option for you is blue because there's no other colors that have been And purple. Yeah. And purple. Yeah, purple, you got plum sauce. Oh, that's right. That's right. Plum sauce? Those, I don't know what plum those, sauce uh, is. <laughs> it's like sauce, like ketchup, but made out of plums. Turquoise also not claimed yet. Yeah, turquoise not claimed. Blue not, not claimed. But all the other colors, like I guess purple if you want. You know, purple could go there. All right. Let's, let's each claim a color and we okay. just invent a condiment for that color. All right. Claiming turquoise. All right. I'm going to... Plain blue. All right, you guys. Oh, uh, shit. I want indigo. Indigo. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is anyone using orange yet? No. Uh, is orange a sauce? I mean, uh, like actually, sweet yeah. and buffalo. sour sauce? Yeah, buffalo. Buffalo, buffalo. buffalo sauce. Yeah, buffalo, buffalo sauce, sauce is kind of orange. True, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what about like cerulean? What if, we just, what if we just? What if we just? What if we just take? Too close to blue. <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> city names. <laughs> yeah. Saffron. Yeah. Ooh. Wait. Silver. Oh. A silver, silver sauce. Silver. Dang. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I don't know where I'm gonna go with that, but I, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. The real question <laughs> is, would any of us eat these sauces that were these colors that are clearly not a sauce color for a reason? All right, well, we have to hear what the sauces are, because I already got mine worked out. Oh, so shit. I oh, shit. Out yeah. I didn't so, even get that far. So, so I'll no. start, because I already I, I've, mine came to me as soon as I said turquoise. Yeah. So it's, it is shrimp sauce. Shrimp sauce? Yeah. Shrimp <laughs> sauce? So you can get shrimp sauce at, like, a Chinese grocery store. It's but, true. You know, it's kind of oily, like, it's more yellow. But shrimps are, like, when they're raw, they're, like, really blue and sometimes almost turquoise. So I want you to imagine a mass-produced, like... Heinz shrimp sauce oh that, that has like the same ketchupy consistency like all the Heinz sauces but it just tastes like shrimpy fishiness you know like like really like like smelly you know? <laughs> I'm so not into this <laughs> no, no, no. imagine it on a imagine it on a hot dog I'm not into it <laughs> I mean I don't I don't care for shrimp but you painted such a descriptive picture for me like I I, I feel like I got the taste of shrimp in my mouth right now that's great. <laughs> I feel like that the project that sells itself then, like, yeah, that's. I'm not happy about it, but you know, you you came in with the task and you pulled it off. Hi, Heinz, are you listening? Shrimp sauce, 2019, could be big. Damn it! He's cornering the market right now. Well, I mean, I I don't want to break into the shrimp game. That's that's for sure. But it's the thing; it's the shrimp sauce game, like. Same same thing to me. What it sounds like, what it really sounds like we're doing here is that we're just building up on the on the Mayo Wizard game, and we're just building out different classes right now. Oh, okay, that I can do. Shrimp, uh, shrimp Mayo Wizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, like he's got like a Mayo secondary, but most of his like powerful specials are are shrimp sauce based. Damn. Uh, Mayo Wizard, who like did a couple points in like shrimp sauces. Well, that's diverse. All right, I'm gonna go with blue. I'm gonna say something like a blueberry maple syrup. Oh, you know, that's also good condiment. See, that's delicious. 
repping Canada with the maple syrup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With a little bit of a hint of you know smoky whiskey in there. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. down with that. Yeah. Shrimp shrimp sauce is out. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, like I'm not. It sounds pretty good. You know, like you're for sure artisanal and stuff. You know, a little bit of smoky whiskey, but I don't think it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it really holds a candle to, to shrimp sauce with, like, ketchup consistency. I mean, it definitely doesn't have the same emotional punch. That's what I'll say, for sure. <laughs> I'm not, like, punched in the face by blueberry maple, but, like, I am punched in the face by shrimp sauce. Well, the idea. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and this is, like, the real deciding factor here, for me at least. It's, it's what are these sauces pairing with? Because you say this maple whiskey delicious syrup. I know what I'm pouring that on, and it's everything. Shrimp sauce? <laughs> What, what, where right, we... shrimp sauce on everything. <laughs> Shit, I, he did it again. He stole you. He he stole my my mind. I the micro the headset cut out on me for a second, so I didn't actually hear it. But it sounds like it was great. The I mean like the shrimp sauce? pancakes pancakes with shrimp sauce. Oh. Yeah, why not pancakes and shrimp sauce? Oh boy. Uh, you see again, what done, Mike? huh? You see, see what you've what done? You guys got what do you got yeah. on on silver and uh, what was it? indigo? Indigo, silver and indigo. Mike, you got that I, I, silver sauce ready? I've been I've been trying to parse it out here. I was like, silver, I really dug myself a hole. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I would make this into a sauce. Because and you'll have to follow my 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 logic here. I was like, silver, what can I get? How can I get to silver? And I thought about tuna. Because Ooh. I thought about tuna largely because I feel like tuna occasionally is uh you're not supposed to what is it tuna you're not supposed to eat if you're pregnant because it might have like uh an unhealthy amount of mercury in it now like yeah. mercury might my... none of us are pregnant why would we know this i don't know mercury I... sauce you don't know that none of us are pregnant fair enough yeah. i don't know that yeah you don't know that <laughs> don't speak for all of us here uh and i feel like mercury in my mind is silver so that's where i was going with it isn't mercury the red stuff in a thermometer yeah but i'm also thinking about uh like the other thermometers, you know, the ones that usually have like... The... Wait, so what you're saying is you're making thermometer sauce. <laughs> I mean, that's one way of thinking about it. Okay, all right. So it's a tuna sauce. It's a tuna sauce. Um, I don't know what it would go with. I also don't eat tuna. So, I mean... It would go with the shrimp sauce. Yeah, I have a question for you. I No. Do you want to form a partnership and make a shrimp tuna, like... Combo sauce will hit the market by storm. Mike, do you want to make a shrimp tuna combo sauce? Do I really want to? I don't want to mix them together because the formula is done. So it's like, yeah, you got like a Heinz tomato ketchup and yeah. a and a Heinz, you know, relish. You got you got a <laughs> Heinz shrimp sauce and Heinz mercury. Yeah, I I feel like this is gonna end up a, like a like a bubble gum bubble gum shrimp company type deal, and I don't know if I want to be a part of that. Wow, simple no would have well, Now's the time to buy in if you're going to. He's got a point. Now is the time to buy in, like, if you're going to do this. Well, I... Let right, me, let me think it. about it, I guess, is what we're really getting at. So with Indigo, I don't really know. Like, I wasn't prepared to go this deep. So I'm going to have to go for consistency. I'm thinking, like, like a yogurt-based sauce. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, and then... I don't know. I feel like if I add the blue to that, it's going to be still too, uh, maybe too light. I'm throwing I... some garlic, man. Oh, okay. All right. So I got a garlic, garlic, yogurt based, and uh. Oh, you know what would go great in here? No. 
and it's bluish, which is close to indigo. He's got a point. So you, I, yeah. I think, I think uh, I'm just gonna absorb the shrimp sauce and I'm gonna make it my product. <laughs> I feel like at some point. Our, our foray into the whole sauce game just turned into a really a shrimp venture. I don't know, <laughs> I'm, I don't... Still on, I'm still on that maple syrup blueberry grind, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, give it some time. I think you're going to get worn down to the whole shrimp thing, too. No, no, no. Socrates. I think I'm sticking with shrimp, man. I it's, think I'm sticking with shrimp. It's... I'm sticking with shrimp. I've always been shrimp. I've been shrimp this whole time. I'm going to be shrimp. It, you heard it here. He's, he's a shrimp guy. Dedicated to shrimp. You know, ketchup at one point wasn't commonplace. Like, the fact that ketchup now goes in eggs is, like, really cultural. I think in a less than five years' time, we could see people putting shrimp sauce on uh, bananas and shrimp sauce on their eggs. <laughs> well, so a quick Google search, Wikipedia pulls up that actually tomato ketchup used to actually be shrimp ketchup. Shut up. <laughs> no way. <laughs> quick Google search, man. <laughs> quick Google search. I don't have a computer, so I don't know yeah, how I'm Google searching anything. He's actually been staring at a wall this entire time. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm gonna. T- mine's gonna be uh, a a lead paint based sauce. Oh, lead is very sweet, is what I've been told. And I feel like if you like open the can, let it sit for a little while, it'd get a little bit of like, a little bluish hue. Maybe uh, I didn't know you had so much exposure to lead. Actually, yeah, that would explain a lot. Wouldn't it, it would. It would answer a lot of questions I've had in the past. <laughs> so yeah. So so uh, moving on from the sauce game, though, we should probably revisit this and again make this mayo-based RPG at some point. Yeah, that one's that one's a keeper. If you need some like class-based sauce, uh, you know, just brainstorming sessions, we can we can help come up with some. We should branch out into jams too. Jellies and jams. Oh, jams. Oh, jams. That's a whole that's like Mike, that's like the DLC. DLC is like getting like like jam jam attachments. Okay. Just something to Marmalade sequel? <sighs> yes. Holy shit. You got the sweet covered, you got the savory covered. Marmalade's bitter. Or we could hear me out, we could go the Pokemon route and we can do like, you know, mayo wizard marmalade and then have a second version like mayo wizard sauce jams Mm. or no we save jams for the third release like two years later like a pokemon crystal situation okay what if the sauces had evolution so like starter pack sauce second form uh squid sauce okay final final evolution um is are you a kid or a squid the final evolution, whale be, oil. There, yeah, it's got to be like whale sauce or like octopus. Octopus, <laughs> octopus whale, yeah, something like that. The first stage is marmalo, and then it becomes marmalou, and then marmalonius. I love it. <laughs> so, are these the starters? Are these like the? This is the choose your starters here. I would yeah, imagine ketchup, good. mayo, and mustard would be the starters of some. Sort. Or maybe ketchup, mayo, and mustard are like the elite four. And you said three uh, things? <laughs> Relish. Ugh. Or, of course, everyone's favorite, shrimp sauce. Yeah. Shrimp sauce, I guess. Me shrimp too. sauce would be the, the Gary. Yeah, he'd be your rival. rival. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you guys have good uh, good creative energy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Why aren't I, you writing all this down? Mike, it's in my dome. It's up here in the old noggin. After all that lead paint? <laughs> it, 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 you mix it all together, Mike, and it makes a really good brain sauce. 
Uh, you, you, this is the lead paint talking. <laughs> uh, but we should probably at some point maybe talk about King of the Hat. Oh, dope. Yeah. I guess. We could probably say everything that needs to be said in less than a minute. All right, let's do it. You want to go? Yeah. Okay, wait. Everything that needs to be said. In less than a minute? Are we just going to wing it? Yeah. Uh, okay. You, you, okay. Split, split, split. Do it. Three, three, two, one. <laughs> King of the Hat takes place in a world where everybody's born with a hat, and if your hat gets killed, you die. It's kind of like a hat-based fighting game. It's a non-conventional approach in a fighting game where everything comes out frame one. Yeah, each character has a different hat, and the hats have different abilities. The characters have different abilities and different movement styles. Not every character's movement is exactly the same. You can use the jump. Uh, most characters have a double jump. Some characters have a triple jump. Some characters have a quadruple jump. Also, there's hovering. Yeah, even one character can hover and kind of fly around the map. There's this diverse uh, cast of characters kind of manifests itself in the game because they're all kidnapped by one of the characters, Fat Cat, who's forced them to fight on his TV show uh, because he's threatening to eat their hats, which, as previously mentioned, contains their soul. It's going to be out, I think, February 22nd, 2018, but we have a closed beta right now on hieroglyphic.itch.io. We can talk more about sauces now if you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That was impressive. They did clock in under a minute, so... So, I, I have an idea. Let's, let's package that, right? Mm-hmm. Let's take that pitch... To just every like, you know, big publisher, and we'll just throw you two in the room. You bang that out, and then we'll walk out, and then we'll get so much funding. Yeah, for the sauce game. This for is all about the sauce game now. Sauce game, sauce game. So what are you gonna use this money for uh, in terms of development? Well, we're gonna use the money to develop a good sauce. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna transcend like actual games now. We're just gonna make sauces. Yeah, we're gonna go in and pitch the. We're gonna go in and pitch King of the Hat, right? A game that's already being made, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna try to get them to give us funding mm-hmm. for King of the Hat. But then we'll tell them that it's for a sauce game. But really, we're just making sauces. We're making the sauces. Yeah, the sauces will advertise a game that we have no intention of following through on. Ooh, game tie-ins. That's perfect. Yeah, people love that stuff. You like you know McDonald's. I don't know if you guys like ever thought about it, but Ronald McDonald is a really weird character, I find. He is a very odd fellow. Have you seen like videos of like old Ron McDonald like Ron McDonald from like let's say the nineteen fifties? Uh no. He, I should watch it now. He is a frightening looking character. He's still a frightening looking character. He's still a frightening looking character, but like imagine like black and white clown put together with like he's got like a cup for her nose. And, like, other hodgepodge sort of things to make him clownish, but really terrifying. Mike, think about this. When, at any point, has a clown been good? Uh, I can... Yeah, no, I can deep. do this. That's a deep one. Super deep. Mm, well, mm. There really There's... isn't any good clown characters. What about, um, that, uh, the movie clown that was remade recently? Oh, it. But he's not it. good. He's, he's, no, he's evil. Good. He's evil. Yeah, he, doesn't he kill everybody? Well, it depends on it de- depends on your point of view, really. Like those kids might have been terrible. I didn't watch the movie myself. <laughs> well, all kids are bad, Mike. All kids are bad, and some of them deserve to be viciously eaten. But <laughs> wasn't it about this clown who's just trying to make people smile, and these horrible kids won't stop torturing him? It sounds like he's reading the back of the box, Mike. It sounds like a back of the box quote to me. I I do not know enough about it to really refute his his claims. Well, a quick Google search will show that it is. <laughs> Exactly what Ben is saying. Yep, it's true. All right. Well, then, settled. We have one good clown. How do you feel about that? I still don't like clowns. 
listen, it's not about you liking clowns. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure what it's about. Just I think of, just think about Ronald's whole team. Like he's got like the Hamburglar. Uh-huh. He's got Grimace. What even is Grimace? Well, no one knows quite yeah, sure what Grimace is. Ra- random uh, side question about the Hamburglar. Like, is he like a serious criminal? Like, <laughs> you know, what does he do? I I he think I think when we were younger, I I feel like there was like promotional like maybe commercials and stuff where he was actually trying to steal hamburgers. There is a whole Ron McDonald land with. A number of people. There's Mayor McCheese. Um, <laughs> Mayor there, McCheese? Yeah, but there's Mayor McCheese. There's some sort of a, a constable-like character. Like, he's a, in charge of the police, ostensibly trying to capture the Hamburglar. I think the Hamburglar had his own little minions. Um, so what is Grimace? That we were, we're stepping over that part. We're just going to gloss over Grimace for a bit. Okay. Um, I do want to point out that I can't remember if it was uh, NES or Super Nintendo. It might have been the NES. But I had a Ronald McDonald game. Okay. And it was actually kind of dope. I'm sure it was. Remember Sneak King for the Xbox? We don't need to get into that, okay. but I did and it was good. Okay, yeah. When when games like that can actually be pretty fun. Is what I'm getting at here. Uh let's see who else lived in Ron McDonald Lands. It was the, it was the Cosmos. Whatever that guy's name is with like the six arms. That one from, from he's from the Ronald McDonald he's like from Ronald McDonald lore? Yeah. Holy you shit. McDonald's team was really trying to make an effort to make lovable characters a part of the McDonald's brand because that's like the whole McDonald's thing. Then why did they make Grimace? It's a happy meal. Yeah. But instead they just made um, you know kind of like abandoned abominations. What what I think happened what I think happened is that they hired a team of people in the 50s and then kind of got stuck with the characters. And they're like, oh, shit, these are not modern at all. Oh, yeah, that's what true. What do we do? Oh. Do you think that they thought they were onto something, though, when they, like, made Grimace? Like, I'm just stuck up on this Grimace <laughs> thing. Brian, yeah. Like, do you think they were like, this is going to be a guy people want? Brian said he was afraid of the clowns, but I think he's more afraid of the Grimace. I like Grimace. He's fucking hilarious. But is, wait. Yeah. Is he Grimace or is he the Grimace? Like, there's Hulk and the Hulk. I would guess Grimace, but I don't know. I don't know either. A quick Google search actually shows you that Grimace <laughs> is a is a scrapped uh, version of Thanos. We should. You <laughs> should scrapped version of Thanos before Thanos worked out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Before <laughs> Thanos got the gauntlet, he was in fact the Grimace. Yeah, His home weird. world that he was so worried about was actually Ronald McDonald Land. Holy shit! <laughs> there like, wasn't enough McNuggets to go around for the entire world, and he was like, "If we kill off half of us." We could survive, and they didn't listen to it. And they killed off all of the memorable characters that people would have loved, and they got we got left with Grimace, the Hamburglar, mm-hmm. fucking Ronald McDonald, mm-hmm. instead of Donald McDonald, who was a much more lovable character. And tease their own. Remember uh, the Hamburglar's um, brother is like the Monte Carlo potato thief. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think he's like? You think he's the one who kind of like went astray? You know, the like... I like to imagine that uh, the Hamburglar's brother is some sort of like high-ranking like law official somewhere, and like he's, it, he's just a cop. He's I'm like sure. a cop. Like they, you know, you know that old tale where like yeah, the two kids and one of them goes to evil and one of them goes to good, and they are opposed to each other. What What if we have it all wrong? What if the Hamburglar is actually the Robin Hood of the McDonald verse, and he's just trying to steal burgers to give back? To the hungry grimaces of the world. 
Yeah, he's trying to satiate uh, the Grimace because a hungry Grimace is an unhappy Grimace, and an unhappy Grimace is a dangerous Grimace. <laughs> exactly. Who's, who's going to find the Infinity Gauntlet? And... <laughs> all right, all right. We're, okay, we're all, we're all sitting in a basement. You've, you've just brought out your N64, which I imagine you have. So mm-hmm. It's a podcast called Pass the Controller. Yep. You've put in a blank cartridge, mm-hmm. and we're all choosing heroes from the McDonaldverse. <laughs> Who are you playing? You know, Socrates, you're playing Grimace. I'm playing Hamburglar. <laughs> you're playing Hamburglar. <laughs> I really want to know how like far the Hamburglar will go to steal a hamburger. <laughs> oh, so hold on. Before we get any deeper, before I choose my character, right. uh, is this like a Gauntlet Legends style game where it's like a like a sprawling like beat em up rpg or is this like a what are we playing here it's like a you know gauntlet have you played gauntlet yeah yeah gauntlet okay yep yeah yeah it's like gauntlet you know you choose your character and they've got some skills we're all it's all co-op and uh it's kind of like beat em up yeah hmm. all right mike who are you going with so so socrates is he, he locked down hamburglar he's locked down hamburglar um I feel like I'm not. I just want to. So I quickly. I actually did do a Google search of McDonald's characters. (laughs) And the third thing that popped up was the ham murderer. If that's a real real person, I want to be him. That's actually really scary. The ham murderer. Okay, never mind. I want to be Mac tonight. These can't be real characters. So I I looked it up because the oh my ham god, murder is... ham murder is legitimate. He looks like Dexter, like the serial killer Dexter, but <laughs> I forgot about Mac tonight. No, I've seen that commercial. I I definitely want to be Mac tonight. This Wait. is not a real character. Oh no my way. god. Okay, I'm switching to the ham murder. This is a real character. <laughs> is this real? No way. Is a lunatic and killer a mischievous a homicidal criminal who kills McDonald's characters no, and takes their character. sandwiches? There's no, <laughs> no way. Um, yeah, definitely not a real character. I guess I might have to go with the Chicken McNuggets since they're apparently there was like a personified version of them. Yeah, I remember that there was like a, they they had Happy Meals at some point where they were like the toys. I think they were Transformers of some kind. I don't know. It was. That's a weird child. Captain Crook is also a person. Mm-hmm. Captain Crook? <laughs> Mayor McCheese. <laughs> yeah, Mayor McCheese is a real man. Mayor McCheese definitely has, like, some dope stats. Like, you can't rule him out. <laughs> Actually, I really, really like Mayor McCheese. <laughs> and there's also Officer McCheese. I don't know if that's his real See? <laughs> Officer Big Mac. I told you there was some sort of, there was some sort of, like, police commission What if the Hamburglar is just trying to steal Officer Big Mac's head? All right, find out the if the ham murder is related to the Hamburglar, because they look very similar. I so, think that they are related. Uh, but I don't think the ham murder is a real character from McDonald's. I don't think McDonald's was, like, crazy enough to do that. He's a lunatic and mischievous homicidal criminal. Signature crimes. Kills... Stabby, stabby, stabby. When did they make this person? Shakes McJunkie? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I can't. This, this how can't, is this real? That can't be right. Shakes McJunkie? <laughs> There's no way that's real. <laughs> it, it's in the hands. It <laughs> <laughs> so. I think I think we just need to we need to reach out to McDonald's, and we need to get a uh, like a like a guest character in King of the Hat, and it's got to be Mayor McCheese. Yeah. Well, he's the, he's one of the few wearing he's a hat. Hat too. Yeah, he's got a hat. It's either him, Officer Big Mac, or Captain Crook. Or what if we say fuck McDonald's, just make a hamburger character, and instead of a hat, 
he throws his top bun. Mmm. Oh, that's oh. a... Oh, that's next level. I like that. That's pretty good. And then, like, he could okay. be washing machine skin on this. <laughs> this is making a lot more sense to me now. The, the murder is making a lot more sense to you, Mike? Yes. There's nothing to make sense about that. How about now? Oh, uh, wait. It's actually an Onion article? I mean, it's on the Onion. Yeah, McDonald's drops the hand murderer character from advertising. Good on them, man. I wonder why. This <laughs> <laughs> is a good character. Did... All right, so so to go back to your original point, so you're sticking with the Hamburglar, or are you switching your character? Yeah, 100% Hamburglar, yeah. Mike, you staying with Mac tonight? Yes. You going with chicken nuggets? Uh, well, now I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to see. I'm gonna I'm gonna backfill. I'm gonna see what Ben picks. Okay, Ben, what do you pick? Honestly, there's gotta be a Ronald in the party. That's he's true. Got, like, he's got like this passive where it's his aura that just like because everyone's so afraid of him, it increases their move speed. Which is so freaky. <laughs> that's an important. That's an important uh, passive ability. He's got to aura have. of terror or something. So wait, what's the Hamburglar's passive? Or does he not have a passive? passive. I mean, he can eat Mayor McCheese's head. <laughs> yep. He's <laughs> <laughs> more of an active. <laughs> um, I feel like the Hamburglar would have a passive where, like, he's constantly stealing food from enemies. So, like, he's constantly healing his teammates that are near him. Okay. Because yeah, like he's, like, that. handing off food. Mm-hmm. So, Mac tonight, Mike, what... what... I'm trying to think, because I believe his thing was that he was a singing moon... So what can we do with singing? Uh, you boost attacks because you're you're like rally rally cries, you're like oh. singing for the squad. Okay. Yeah, maybe enemies don't like your singing. Maybe they get like they 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 get debuffed. Yeah, exactly. And they get confused. Ooh, confusion. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. All right, I'm gonna switch mine up and I'm gonna go grimace, and we got a game oh. over instantly. Yeah. Game over. Yeah, that instantly turns off the game. Mayor McCheese, what a good character. Mayor McCheese should have been the Ronald McDonald of McDonald's. I agree. Honestly, like, uh, I think Mayor McCheese... I think while we're on this, I'm going to say... good character. <laughs> like, w- w- what's Birdie's purpose? Was she like, come to McDonald's... Birdie the early bird, come to McDonald's and get the burgers before they're gone? I don't know. Like, what, what's her purpose? I don't feel like any of them have a purpose. That's, That's true. It's so messed up. It's really, it's not the character design. It's the clear lack of purpose. Okay, Brennan, I'm going to show you... Eyes, they're hollow and dark. I'm going to show you original... They are very dark. Dark is the correct term to describe all of these characters. I'm going to show you original Ron McDonald, okay? Oh, and I suggest God. you guys look him up too, because I was yeah. not joking about original Ron McDonald. Holy shit. Okay, we're looking this up live. What? I look it up. I, I don't want to deal with you, that guy. What did you Google search? Original Ronald McDonald. Original Ronald McDonald. <sighs> and you'll know him when you see him. I'm, I'm actually... Oh my god, I'm what the hell? I'm actually dying of nightmares tonight. <laughs> that is not safe. That is not safe. This was cute. Ah, <laughs> what the hell? Got a cup for a nose. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Wow, that's terrifying. This looks like a, like a joke. <laughs> They were serious. (laughs) That guy ended up growing up to be the character we all know as uh, the the McJunkie or whatever the fuck his name. Shakes McJunkie. There are some unsavory folks in uh, Ronald McDonald land. You know what else? Do you guys... Have you ever been to a McDonald's that has like the bench that has like a Ronald McDonald sitting on it? Like just like a plastic Ronald McDonald? Yeah. Who wants to sit there with that guy? Oh my god, I, I was sitting there once on the, the bench at the plastic Ronald McDonald, and I kid you not, I'm sitting down at the bench, 
and I look over and the plastic Ronald McDonald just turns to me <laughs> and just turns over and he just opens his mouth and just says, Wanna buy a big rock? <laughs> Crazy guy. Made of plastic. Nah, actually, a, a, quick Google, nuts, a quick Google search, that, that shows up in the, in, the, in the Toronto Times. They have in 1982. Really? What a great year to pick. 1982. <laughs> right when Ron McDonald was like, picking up his stride. Oh my god. I, what, what, it would make like, a, good, a good sense to have a real person sit there. I feel like I'm going to hunt down all of the benches with Ronald McDonald's, buy them all, and then just litter a park with only those benches and confuse <laughs> wow, anybody. That is a modern art exhibit. That is actually a modern art exhibit. McDonald Park. Yeah, yeah McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. That, that, would, that could go in a museum. Imagine going to a park and, like, can't, you can't sit down at any bench because every single one has a Ronald McDonald on it. And it's like, well, I'm... Or what if we just bought all the benches and then just took the Ronald off and just put that Ronald all over a park in like inconspicuous ways? So like that, he's, no... he's like in that same like 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 that pose. stance, yeah, no. but he's like you know next to a tree. There's no way to make that inconspicuous. He's wearing a bright yellow suit. Yeah. We'll, There's no place you can put him we'll, in a park. We'll where... we'll paint him black and white like the old school. He's also he's also sitting down. So if you put him anywhere, it's gonna look like he's trying to take a shit. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> I wonder if like two people select Ronald McDonald if he has like alt colors. You know, like his main is like yellow and red, and then his alt is like green and purple. He's got like black and white. There should be a Joker colored, uh, alt color thing. Yeah. Like we, yeah, he does purple and he's got green hair and keeps white face. So, um, uh, <laughs> tell us about King of the Hat. What are you working on? Um, like. Have you been working on the game for a bit now? Yeah, we uh, we started the... Uh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, you tried pulling one over on me. They were trying to source game ideas out of us, Mike. Yeah, like, so what are your future plans? <laughs> we're, we're currently working on this uh, this untitled uh, R, game. R. McD RPG. We can't really say what it's about. <laughs> it's, a, it's a licensed game, though. Tell me about the skill tree. <laughs> it's it's very heavily mayo inspired. Oh, interesting. Any uh, any specifics you could uh, tell us about? You know? Um, we we we've we've been debating on whether or not they should be hunting the elusive shrimp sauce. Mm-hmm. It's yep. the strongest weapon in the game. <laughs> it's it's the uh, it's the you know it's the hammer of Thor of sauces. Brandon doesn't know how to say the word mjolnir. Does anybody? Mjolnir. It sounded like you had a stroke. Say it again. Mjolnir. Sounds like you're. It sounds like you're meowing. Mayonier. Yep. Write it down. Wait. What if in the sauce-based wizard RPG, everyone has a cat companion? Oh. And they say, like different versions of meow, but like tinged with mayo. So it's like meow. That was just meow. No, it's. They go mayo. Yeah. There right. we go. That guy gets it. <laughs> Mike, I'm sick of you. You just said meow. I said meow. It's a giant tiger that breeds shrimp sauce. I like the shrimp. It breeds shrimp. Oh my yes, god, even better. Shrimp. It's a tiger that breeds <laughs> yeah. shrimp. So if you can if you can tame the tiger, your whole village will eat forever. But if you can't, it'll destroy you and also puke shrimp onto your body. What if you tame the tiger? 
mm-hmm. and it breeds shrimp. And when you yeah. milk it, you get shrimp sauce. Oh my god! It's a female tiger. Wow! And if it's a, if it's a, yeah, if you get shrimp sauce, if you milk it, and if it mates with another animal, you get hybrids. That's you get sick. like half shrimp, half uh, tiger. worm. <laughs> so you here here's the problem with this episode of the podcast is that we can't release it because there's too many fucking just rock solid game ideas here. Yeah, like we're we're just gonna make someone else rich. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. no, there's no shame in in just leaving this one for the vault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That like I feel like every good creator needs a vault, and sometimes your ideas are just too too crispy that you just gotta open the vault and you know leave them leave them till you die. What the world gets in them. What if? Mm-hmm. Now hear me out here. Mm-hmm. What if we put it in some sort of time capsule? That way, it gives us time to make these games, and then we can release them after the fact, like to promote the game. Exactly. Right. But we don't make a typical time capsule. What we do is we put it in a jar of mayo, mm-hmm. <laughs> dig a very large hole, mm-hmm. hide it under a Ronald McDonald bench. No one will ever oh find it. God. No one will ever find it. Right. Right. And then, of course, we fill the hole up with shrimp. Is there any other way? going to be a lot of shrimp. In 10 years, when we unpack that, it's going to stink like shit. <laughs> like, that's a really good time capsule idea. I was planning on just putting my desktop in the mailbox. But that's much better yeah. practical. Should the mayo jar be empty or full of mayo still? Full of mayo. Full okay, of mayo. Just no, making sure. I just, you know, I just. Otherwise, make, it's just a jar. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. All right. What are, what are, what are we doing? Where am I going to get the shrimp from? Actually, you get the shrimp. I'll get the mayo. In Canada, we have a lot of shrimp. Are you guys very, very uh, shrimp, shrimp heavy? In Canada, when you're young, you are taught how to catch shrimp for yourself so you could survive, because otherwise you won't be able to eat. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, some of my, um, like when I was seven years old, I was uh, shrimp fishing with my parents in, um, what's the one near us? Uh, Red River? Yeah. So they give you these kind of like starter nets um, as it's a like kid. Baby, because, baby because nets. Yeah, because the tides get pretty high and the small shrimps like kind of come up to the shore. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So you usually have to fish towards the end of the day because you want the water to be as high as possible. Right, right, right. And now I'm realizing now that I have no real concept of how Canada looks, where the where the oceans kind of meet Canada. I also don't know where you guys are. Well, what's interesting about Canada is um, the Atlantic Ocean actually connects to the Pacific Ocean. Just like, like goes right through. There's just a big channel that goes right through Canada. Ah. Um, and, yeah. yeah. The thing about Canada is like... Most of the people who live in Canada, like actual seriousness, most people who live in Canada live below like a certain point. Like I think what was like eighty percent of the population. Yeah, eighty percent of the population lives below like super like low. Everyone's like really low towards the border because like anything above a certain point is just like ridiculous. It gets like too cold. You guys know where Vancouver is? No. No. Uh, Okay, so it's like it's pretty close to Seattle. Okay. Pretty close to Seattle-ish. I can't mm. imagine it's more than a nine-hour drive. Maybe it is, but let's say a ballpark nine hours. So it's nine hours north of Seattle, and I think eighty. If you draw a line connecting like like Vancouver all the way across Canada, ninety um, percent of the population is like below that line. 
Yeah, it's super close, like to the border. Or 80% or whatever. And then like we have, uh, like there's kind of like a huge broad spectrum of, of different like terrains, but most of it is like fucking, you know, wilderness and like ice. Yeah. Hmm. So what you're saying is this is like perfect setting for our Mayo RPG. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm getting from this, too. Okay, all right. And I I think, now just hear me out, I'm just spitballing here, mm-hmm. but I think that if we, to, to kind of go back to Ben's story about uh, shrimping as a, as a young person, we can, at some point in the game, you unlock, like, flashback scenarios, and in those scenarios, if you choose to, like, level up your shrimping stat from that age, you can increase all of your base stats. It's actually a decent mechanic. It's a mind shrimp connection, you know. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, if you if you like level up, you complete the whole flashback tree. You actually can like warg into a shrimp. <laughs> oh my so god! Overpowered move in the game. You can control a shrimp. You have a small hitbox and huge damage potential. Yeah, like it takes like probably like twenty four hours of in game time to do like your like minor flesh wound. <laughs> I, I feel like if we can get to work tonight and just start banging this out and get it out by the end of this year, I feel like people are going to be like, God of War what? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. There, there is a huge space right now for shrimp-based video games that don't exist. Now, now what if we also do like a, a, a release across all platforms? We have like a, a PC, Steam, Mac. We have, you know, Xbox one playstation 4 mm-hmm. and then we also get a switch port a little bit lower you know visuals but we get a special shrimp labo joy con uh peripheral the, the cardboard comes like pre-drenched in shrimp sauce <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just thanks super soggy it doesn't doesn't really hold together well solid so now I'm thinking we should really target the one device that most people who like shrimp will be on, which is electronic fishing rods. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think this is, like, no, no pun intended, but electronic fishing rods are not mainstream enough yet. So I think if we, if we kind of hit this now, we can really make the premier title yeah. um, for electronic fishing yeah, rods. I mean, if there's no other games on it, like, we're the only thing. Yeah. You know, and you basically get that entire niche. And you know they're going to like it because it's so tied to the sport yeah. of electronic fishing. Yeah. So do we do we try to secure like a like a like a electronic fishing brand? Like do we try to like lock them down as like hey, we'll like we'll release this this game as like pre- it comes already pre-installed in all of your I know, I know that's a, great idea. That's a yeah. super good idea. I I know um Samsung is already well placed to release um I think the third gen of electronic fishing rods yeah. in Q3 this year. It's going to be their big release with their new uh, cell phone. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> unlikely that we can break a deal with them. I think it's a work. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Q3 is like very soon. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. we don't have any funding. He's selling. He's se- well. That's what this podcast for. We're, this is like this is like the launch of your our next Kickstarter campaign. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, better to launch it quick i mean we only have until q3 that's like what two months three months yeah, it's not it's really like around the corner we're gonna crush it we're, we're gonna so we're gonna launch a kickstarter a gofundme and an indiegogo at the same time yeah different stretch goals on all three of them 
That's amazing. <laughs> and we're also going to get funded by McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, the, the big the big Ron's going to be there. Oh, yeah. We get the Samsung partnership locked in. I, Dude, I, what are we waiting for? Yeah, yeah. Why are we yeah, still... I, I actually poisoned someone with shrimp recently. <laughs> I don't know if he's telling <laughs> the truth or not. I feel like someone could... I feel like that's a potential thing that would have happened. It, it did. I guess too much shrimp can be a bad thing. People are fatally allergic to crustaceans. They are. Oh crap! I forgot about that. We're gonna we're gonna alienate a whole population of people who don't like shellfish. Yeah. That's okay because we really want to target a niche, you know. Like just because people don't like shellfish doesn't mean shrimp aren't selling these days. And I think there's a huge market, untapped market for shrimp. You know what we could do? Now hear me out. We <laughs> could reach out to like some of the top modders in the community and maybe find someone who will co you know on the side while we're doing this will allow them in early access <clears throat> and they can make a mod that switches all crustaceans right to vegetables 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 done like easy it. shrimp or bust no well what about nuts division. well you can switch them to nuts we're trying to hit it to a wide market okay we're trying to hit as wide a market as possible casting a net if you will you know to a wide market we, yep. we can we can shelf this one for now but I'm, I'm not about the vegetable mod wow Ben if we're if we're gonna lock it down as a as a shrimp only market like we're going after the shrimp people of the world mm-hmm. we're gonna really have to crush this it's really gonna have to you know we're gonna have to hit it out of the park yeah when you guys eat shrimp do you eat the whole thing without including the shell I don't like shrimp. <laughs> yes, I do not care. I do That's not care for shrimp. Reveal, man. That's a reveal. <laughs> no, seafood is gross. So, so here's what you have to understand about uh, Massachusetts: is the 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 food offerings are heavily seafood related because we're on the water and we have like a lot of lobster and stuff like that. Clam chowder. Clam chowder. I hate seafood. Yeah, seafood's fucking the worst. But I'm definitely in the minority. But see, I'm still in... See, and this is why I think that the shrimp game can break boundaries, Mike. Because I don't like seafood. But yeah. I'm day one with this game. I already pre-ordered it. Yeah. It's an amazing game. <laughs> I got the deluxe with... The game doesn't come in like a... Like a... Like a clamshell... Bo- Ooh, clamshell box. Ooh. No, it comes in a... In a shrimp. It shrimp. It, it comes in a uh, Long John Silver's box. Nice. What, I don't know what that looks like. What's the title of the game? Shrimp Wizards? Mayonnaise Wizards? Yeah, I was gonna, I, we, we can't drop the whole mayo thing. The mayo so thing is really mayonnaise important. Mayonnaise Wizards, but there's a, a, With a, twist a, a heavy shrimp yeah. arc. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like in the cover arc, like yeah. they're a shrimp. Yeah. And it's called Mayonnaise Wizards. Mayonnaise Wizards yeah, with a heavy shrimp cover. <laughs> <laughs> the heavy shrimp arc in the yeah, game. The, yeah. the main plot line is That should is be like, the title. That should be the title. Oh, okay. Mayonnaise Wizards with a heavy shrimp arc. In the game, yeah. The heavy shrimp arc in there. And then on on the box art, there'll be like a like a splash thing that says like, you know, heavy shrimp. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, this, this is... You see... I, like I said, I don't care for shrimp, so like me, like Joe Schmo, who's like seen this game, is like ah, I don't really care about shrimp. But if you at least emphasize the fact that it's also heavily mayo based, then I'm like, all right, I can still do this. Okay, so we have to emphasize the mayo based. The mayo. And here's the thing: I'm gonna throw another curveball at you guys, oh, and it's it's gonna be another reveal. Yep. Is I also hate mayonnaise. It's true, very much against mayonnaise. 
I feel like this entire podcast was just a giant lie. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing this, like, how could somebody who hates mayonnaise make a game about mayonnaise? Well, how can you even maintain the conversation? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can't help but feel. No, I can't help but feeling a little hurt. This this speaks to how great of game developers you guys are. That the idea, the mechanics, the game, the story, the blood, sweat, and mayo that went into this game. The box should also probably say blood, sweat, and mayo. Yeah, yeah, it probably should say blood, sweat, and mayo. That's a good point. Um, I'm still on board. We appreciate the compliment, but honestly, we came up with this idea altogether. Yeah, this is, it was all for this us. Is a group yeah, this is a group effort. And I think that it really has to do with also your creative energy, you know, merging it with our creative energy, creating something that was like you know, something beautiful, uniquely ours. You brought shrimp, we brought mayo, and the, it came together real nicely. Yeah, into a skill tree. You know what? I think the fact that you don't like shrimp or mayo had a large part of this creative uh, journey. A large, part, a large part of this creative it's journey. It's true. You need all perspectives, I think, when you're making a game like this. It's true. Well, what if now? Hear me out. What if we have a separate, like another branch to the skill tree? That is not shrimp nor mayo based. Okay, that's a huge change right now. Like, um, you know, the code base was really built with mayo and shrimp in mind. I don't know if we can agree. Really <laughs> I'd be in, I'd be interested in like shrimp, mayo, and, and maybe something like pretty regular like fire or ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm on board with that. Mm-hmm. Lightning. Yeah, lightning. <laughs> but like maybe something just a bit on the cusp, like okay. earthquake staples, like mayo, <laughs> shrimp, and earthquake. Okay, earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Or like mayo, shrimp, and tectonic. I liked staples. Staples? Yeah, staples is like a, a separate one as well. Yeah, yeah staples is pretty good. Like, what about office supplies? Office supply office magic. Office supply yeah. wizard, office Ooh. supply magic. It's so good. That is actually really good. Oh, <sighs> shoot scotch tape. Okay, like how's this? Each, each one of us will add one more. Okay, okay. I'm going to stick with earthquake as mine. <laughs> I've got to stick with office supply uh, wizardry. Okay. Um... Uh, Barney, you go. No, no, mine's really bad. <laughs> then, then I, I was trying to think of one like quickly, and I was like, w- w- words are dree? Words are Words are dree. A master of words. It's like, wor- it's the wizardry of words. You literally just make giant text and like throw billboards. And signs. the enemies like don't have a high reading comprehension level, so they just quit. Or you insult them to the point where they take physical damage. See? Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was going to go with toiletries, but I don't really like that one that much either. <laughs> Toiletry wizard. No, that's pretty that's good, because that kind of falls in the, into like the sauce model, because like, toothpaste is like, you know... Toothpaste a, is basically a, a, a sauce. It's basically a sauce. I mean, I may have put it on bread before and ate a sandwich. Yeah. I, I haven't done that. I mean, I may Depends. Have. Minty, or you get like the cinnamon ones, and you kind of spread it on there. I feel like there's also a barbarian class. Barbarian, yeah, yeah like, no magic. Like if no magic, just barbarian, you know, shirtless <laughs> yeah. barbarian. I, I, but I like this toiletry thing, like where maybe the enemies, you know, you clean them up a little bit so, so the point where they're like presentable and then they join your team. Ooh, okay, Ooh, yeah. Barbarian. So it's like a he's like a like an enchanter class. Yeah, yeah, and you like comb their hair and you like brush their teeth and you like wipe them. You, you know how in Mass Effect, like the oh no, in Halo, the the arbiter is like this the a main character. Yeah. I feel like in this game, you play as a shrimp wizard, but you also just have, like, a life-sized shrimp next to you. He's a main character, like, talking to you, and, like, he keeps, like, teaching you how to shoot his people. That's crazy. But he's an NPC, though. You never get to control him. You never get to play as him. Maybe, yeah, no. Right. Maybe 
for one mission, you know, like yeah, a side, that's side mission, like side mission. You know, where you have to like swim from one area to another on the shrimp. Ooh, okay. And then I feel like I feel like to really drive it home. So he's teaching you how to kill his people. <laughs> I feel like at the end of the story, there's gonna be a, a twist where mm-hmm. maybe you have to now kill him. You just kill him, yeah. He's the last one left. That's the final boss. That's dark. I don't know if it's that type of game, but. Well, I'm alright with it. You're alright with it? I'm pretty alright with it. I'm well, always down for like, you have to kill your brother at the end of the movie, you know? It's like the, I find the best plot twist. You gotta kill the person who's been helping you this whole time. Oh, what about if he just kills you? How about that? Ooh, oh, I like that even better. You, you just, you spend this whole time, hours of your life, grinding and grinding and building your stats, and then he gets to the end of the game, and he kills you, and it erases your character. Yeah. What if what if he's he's teaching you how to kill shrimp because he knows that for every shrimp that dies his power actually increases. Oh shit. So by the time you get to the end of the game it's like, "Oh okay, I have to kill you now." It's like, "Well, what you don't understand is that our shrimp power is evenly distributed among all the shrimp. With all of them gone, I am the most powerful shrimp alive." That's perfect. That actually just like builds up like a perfectly generated uh, <sighs> Kind of ramp up curve because as you kill more shrimp, all the shrimp in general become more powerful, and you level up and you become more powerful. Holy shit! So what you're saying is you can do a pacifist run, and potentially be able to kill like the omega shrimp at the end. Yes. Pretty cool. So I'm kind of really into this right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or what if? Now hear me out. Mm-hmm. You get to the end, and the shrimp buddy kills you, and every time he kills you, it erases your save file. And the text that comes up is, you were not strong enough. Wow. So it builds this thing like, oh shit, I need, to, I need to get stronger by the end of the game in order to win. Spoiler, you never win. It always tells you you're not strong enough. So you just keep the replay value of our game is just, I mean, hours. Yeah. Hours upon hours. People in their houses. Mobile game epidemic. So we're doing this on mobile is what you're saying. It should be on mobile at least. At yeah, least. I feel like this is a clicker game. Like, with free-to-play monetization. Should we also add some AR elements? Like, do we want people to be, like, like uh, traversing real terrain? Yeah. I would say, like, AR, VR, XR, QR. I like, I like where this is going. We need QR codes. Yeah, sorry, QR codes. So this is what we do. We'll have a team on the, on the dev side that just goes out, or on the research side. They just go out, and they're just going into the ocean. And they're stamping... Not coming back. They're just going into the ocean. It's yeah, never coming back. It's not coming back. It's gone. They're stamping shrimps in the wild with QR codes. And you, as the player, if you discover these shrimps and snap the QR code, you get bonus stats. Okay. I was thinking about putting the QR codes on the backs of Ron McDonald's head. On the benches. <laughs> I think both are really good ideas, to be honest with you. Oh, these, are, these are great. Like, imagine if you were the the one guy who, like, sits next to Ron McDonald for whatever reason, and you sit there, and you, like, lean back, and you, like, nose a QR code in the back of his head. It's like, what's this for? So you take your phone out, you snap the picture, and then, I don't know, maybe then you're automatically in the game. Holy shit. Whoa, wait a second. We should probably work with McDonald's to coincide the launch of the game with, like, the shrimp mac. The shrimp mac. Or when they break out the shrimp sauce. Yeah, they gotta bring out, like, like limited run, shrimp sauce. Shrimp sauce with mayo. It's like a mayo burger with shrimp sauce and shrimp burger. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a, you know, specific Mayor McShrimp. 
Well, obviously not, not Mayor McShrimp, but you know someone else, another government official within within the town. He, run, he runs against Mayor McCheese. And he, wins. Yeah, he wins. He wins. Yeah. I was figuring he'd be like he'd be like a, some sort of you know Secretary of Finance within there, but I guess he could run against him. Well, well what if what if Mayor McShrimp is actually the final boss of the game? Shit. <sighs> That could be pretty good. And you find and you find out at the end the whole time the shrimp that was your companion was actually Mayor McCheese trying to get you to kill all the shrimps. <laughs> this is great. Okay. There's a whole lot of subterfuge going on in this game. I don't know if I can follow all the betrayals. You need you need enough betrayal. We need more betrayal. We do need more betrayals. Yeah. Everyone's betraying everybody. So get get uh get Mick the McMurderer back in here. <laughs> can we uh, this is slightly tangent but can we like reboot the whole Raw McDonald land franchise and make it more Game of Thrones-ish that'd be great actually so we're gonna just set it in like a different time zone like time time zone <laughs> yeah it's gonna be in Pacific uh, so like a different time period where there's also like McDragons well not necessarily I mean we can do that but I'm I'm also all aboard for like just being like a regular like city but there's a whole bunch of betrayal Incest, murder, and also dragons, I guess. Did you say incest? Yes. All right, sign me up. I'm in. Incest. I'm really into this idea as well. Like, like Game of Thrones cross McDonald's, I feel like, real huge potential right now. Huge yeah. potential. I would invest. Well, hear me out. We continue building off the franchise and making sub-games off of it, and then we just we enlist Capcom to make Game of Thrones versus... <laughs> I almost said Burger King. Don't get me started on like the the eventual BKX MCD. And we have a crossover fighting game. Have a universe. There's just the Burger King. Yeah, there's just the Burger King. Well, remember the the uh, what were they called? The cool kids, or there was that one kid in the wheelchair, and there was. A... Oh yeah, they have a cartoon. Uh, maybe. Wait a minute. So Burger King has like characters. Listen, to, 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 just so I'll, I'm going to throw my two cents in here, if you have to at its base argue McDonald's versus Burger King, I'm sorry, but it's McDonald's every day. Yeah. yeah but sure. besides that, they they did have a group of kids that advertised their uh, like their their Happy Meal type deal, but I forget what they were called. Oh my god, you're bringing back memories. I honestly forgot about these guys. Yeah. If if we did a Game of Thrones style like Mick Mick Universe, like mm-hmm. the the MCU, the MCDU, uh, we would we would probably have to like like the the Burger King would have to like exist in that universe. Yeah. Like he'd have to reign over a province. Mm-hmm. And you know, Colonel Sanders would also lead an army of some sort. Oh shit! Like an army of rogue like chickens. I suppose. What's Wendy's deal? Is she like the Daenerys? Uh, alright. So you called my bluff. I do not watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do I. <laughs> does, does, does anyone? Ben? Ben, do you watch Game of Thrones? I watch Game of Thrones. Alright. Alright. So we're not... We're not all full of shit. Holy shit. What if we did... <laughs> the the game of Donalds, mm-hmm. or whatever we're gonna call it, we'll just call it Game of Donalds for now. Okay, Game of McThrones. 
<laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Game of the Thrones, written and directed mm-hmm. by George R. R. McDonald. <laughs> we have to find this guy out and be like, "Hey, is your name George McDonald? Yes. What's your middle name? Uh, Raymond. Do you have another R in there? No. That's good enough. <laughs> Can you write? Well, not really. I'll get to work. What do you know about sauces? Yeah, what do you mean sauces? Yeah, like, what, can you make up a recipe for a shrimp sauce? Like, what, what's your what's your deal? Shrimp sauce. Shrimp Ooh, sauce. and uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm just still thinking here. So Colonel Sanders leads uh, eleven herbs and spices, but they're like each like different battalions. Holy shit! Oh, amazing. That's pretty dope. We're yeah. giving away too many free ideas. Oh man, this is this is how you get it, you know. Get it. At some point, someone's gonna hear this and go like, "Holy shit, these guys—they <laughs> need my money because these ideas need to be real." But we can't make games. We can't make games, and also, if someone's listening this long, they probably already—they uh, probably already made it. To be honest, you, you can't make games, but can you spend money? Yeah, you can spend money. That's yeah, very easily. Need. That's all you need to to get someone's money and you know invest. He's got a point, Mike. Yeah. All right, so Wendy. Uh, to figure her out later. Just... Guys, I hate I hate to do this, but I have to take off soon. Do you have uh, any any last questions about shrimp uh, wizardry, the, the trio? Uh, we do not, but we we will we will wrap it up because it is we're past the hour mark. You yeah. guys, it's it's late here. I'm sure it's late for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? Jesus, this whole episode was about fucking shrimp and sauces. <laughs> yeah, but it was dope. It was pretty amazing, dope. actually. <laughs> This might be my favorite episode of we So ever Sonic would just use the two guys in the commercials that sit in the car talking to each other about food, but I don't know I how they I don't know how they would actually interact with anything, but I'm just spitballing. Please wrap this up. Well, so they they all rollerblade, so they would just be like a like a their their kingdom would oh, be like, like a roller the, palace. Like the baseball furies in the Warriors. Sure. Well, at least I watched the Warriors. I feel like a good character in the Shrimpiverse um is like a um a guy in a car with a um, with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on board. I, I do love it. That's his thing, you know. He's like he drives a car. He has he's a gun. Got a gun yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of a hard thing to beat. He's got incredible accuracy. He can hit a the, the best accuracy. No, but I only suggest that because we have a character idea thread uh, channel on our Discord. And there was someone who came in, I shit you not, and was like, put this character in the game. And it was just a picture of a car <laughs> with a man in it, and he's just holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted you to put that into King of the Hat? Yeah, they were just like, put this in the game. And it's just become like a meme. The character does not have a hat. Yeah, it just doesn't have a hat. Guy in car with gun. With a gun. Yeah. All right. This is supposed to be a game for kids, possibly. You know, you don't even know. Like, might maybe some kids are playing this. The guys just got like a fucking semi-automatic. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it. Yeah, it's not. Not the worst thing in the world. I'd, I'd, I'd still play the game. Well, like heavily. So normally, I mean, normally we would, we would get to know you guys a little bit more. Let the listeners get to know you guys a little bit more. A little bit behind, behind the scenes of what what goes into your game and what you guys are made of. But I feel like if they listen to this episode, they might get that from, from the Shrimp Mayo talk. Yeah, it's, a, it's all about show, don't tell, you know what I'm saying? It's got a point. It's true. Listeners, use your heads. 
So before we do wrap it up, we'll plug whatever you guys want to plug. If there's, I mean, obviously the Discord or whatever other social channels you want to plug, or if there's uh, things people can give you money for, let them know. Shrimp Wizard uh, <laughs> is coming out Q3 of 2018 on the ele- electronic fishing rod. We're trying to get a partnership with Samsung, so if you're listening, please put us in contact with them. Um, will we're it, doing our best to make it happen. Uh, will we're also going to be releasing <laughs> the hat uh, in about February of 2019. Yeah, February 2019. 2019, and then we're also we have a Discord if you want to join that. Discord.gg slash King of the Hat. Discord.gg slash King of the Hat. Yeah, and and, uh, and it, yeah. it it's um, come, tr- come chill with us. Come come hang out. There's a super secret closed beta right now, but if Ooh. you go into Discord, yeah, you might mm-hmm. find out that it's not so secret. Yeah, that's um, very true. Certain corners of the internet, it's not secret. Yes, yeah, certain corners of the internet. I.e. our Discord. Our Discord. I feel like I'm going to be joining that Discord when we wrap up this episode. Fuck yeah. Let's oh. go. I already joined the Discord today. I'm really bad at Discord. Oh. <laughs> that prepared host. You know, doing your research. I like it. I like your style. Gotta have some sort of knowledge. I don't know anything about Game of Thrones, Shrimp, or Canada. Mm-hmm. But he does know that he joined the Discord, but not does not know how to use Discord. No, I know how to use Discord, Mike. I just I'm bad at Discord. You can level that up. It's all good. Exactly. Google search will reveal. (laughs) Exactly. It's simple Google search. I actually just googled it, and I know how to use Discord. There you go. See. Well, Socrates, Ben, it was a pleasure to have you guys on. We appreciate taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you guys are hard at work trying to get this game out. Well, thank you for having us. It was yeah. a super blast. Yeah. yeah, it was a pleasure. It was honestly one of our favorite things at PAX East this year. We, I mean, we go to PAX every year. We love it. We always spend a lot of time, you know, with with indie devs and playing games that don't get the spotlight that I think they deserve. Um, and we we honestly had a blast playing King of the Hat. It was when Mike and I discovered it on Thursday. We played a few rounds and we were like, "Holy shit!" When everyone else gets here on Friday, we need to come back here and play this. Uh, and we did. Too many times. <laughs> well, I hope we can um, deliver on the expectations. I think if it is anything close to what you guys showed off at PAX, I think people are going to be very, very happy. I mean, couch co-op is not a thing that exists in a lot of games anymore. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, granted, you guys, it'll, it'll be online as well. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously there's that component, but having the ability for four friends, or maybe enemies, who knows, to sit down on a couch together and... and really get competitive it's i'm ready for it and well i mean i don't, I don't want to like shit all over the king of the hat but i'm much more excited for the shrimp rpg oh uh, my god yeah. i agree to be honest yeah shrimp uh yeah shrimp shrimp wizardry the mayonnaise story Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mayo wizards the with shrimp uh, with a large shrimp may, uh, over story. Mayonnaise wizards with sh- a, lar- a big shrimp arc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's the it's the best arc. I mean, honestly, like after the shrimp arc falls off, the story just falls apart. You want to know what's so special about the shrimp arc? I mean, yes, do tell. Mm-hmm. So shrimps are actually like in an arc shape, not in real life. They're flat. Holy in real life, when you shit. buy them, they're kind of like coiled up and dead in an arc. So like that's like, I think special. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's nice. That's really it's nice like what the arc is. I'm sure there's a word like onomatopoeia that describes that, but it's mm-hmm. like onomatopoeia. We should probably oh. find out what that word is. 
Well, a quick Google search. <laughs> but uh, really, though, guys, it was a pleasure having you on. We appreciate it. We know you got to run. It's getting a little bit late. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Take it easy. And remember your slogan, pass the controller. He, wow. He, Not enough people plug our show on the show for us. I can try again if I didn't get it right. Thank you for having us. And don't forget to pass, pass the, the controller. controller. Pass the controller. I love it. This is great. Nailed it. Sign them up. Weekly guest one. Mm-hmm.